1: Starfarers, and welcome back to Inherit the Sand on the Glass Cannon Network. This is an actual play where we are uh, playing through the incredible role-playing game Dune: Adventures in the Imperium by Modiphius. Uh, we have uh, had uh, this is our tenth episode of this series. This is, this has been two books, a, 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 one book and then a sequel, an entire saga we have spun for you. This is our final episode for now. Uh, it's been a long journey. Uh, although we've come to the end of the road, I still can't let go. My name is Jared Logan. I am the game master, uh, for today's session. Uh, earlier, Troy Le Valley was uh, at the helm, but now it is me uh, to close out this storyline. And with me, I have some fantastic players. I have from the Glass Cannon Network. Skid Maurer. I have Becca Scott. I have Nora Ibrahim. And I have Ross Bryant. Welcome, players. How's it going? Welcome to Optima 2.
2: Woo! <laughs> love it on this planet. Everything's going our way. Much better than <laughs> Optima 1.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, it's hot, but it's a dry cold. heat
0: on Optima uh, yeah. 2. <laughs> it's sauna like <laughs> comfortable. Oh, it's great for my
1: pores. Yeah. yeah. We all
2: we got everybody misters to walk my, around with. My joints fine. don't
3: feel inflamed. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. So climate. At the end of your last episode, y'all got yourselves a castle. So that made me wonder like if you had like unlimited funds like what kind of crazy house would you buy yourself or where would you put it or what would it be like? I feel like this is something everyone has thought about at some point in their lives. Uh, And uh, I will tell you that I would be uh, a modern Fremen and I would live in a mansion that fit into a series of caves. Um, Okay. Yeah. So uh, what about you, Ross Bryant? Uh, Unlimited funds. Where are you living? That's a great answer, Jared. Love a subterranean lair for you.
0: I spend a lot of time in the uh, mountains in the west of North Carolina, which I think is one of the most beautiful places in the world. And I would love Asheville. to have a, uh, a, um, an Appalachian hideaway on, a, on an autumnal peak.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: not not exactly that variety. <laughs> um, maybe maybe off in the distance, I'd hear some banjos doing. But uh, but um, but uh, yeah, like so, some nice um, uh blue ridge solitude out there. sounds sounds mighty fine.
1: Wow, and you'd have a lot of money left over, I think. Uh, if you're just gonna <laughs> oh, buy, a, just gonna buy well, a cabin.
0: <laughs> It'd be a gnarly ass fairy castle with crazy turrets, and, and uh, <laughs> imagine Mad King Ludwig II built a built a um built a palace on a grandfather mountain just outside Asheville.
1: <laughs> people would be like we gotta go see the castle come on yeah. everybody hop in the car hop in the truck we're gonna go see that that weirdo's castle yeah let's go see
0: that Wagnerian mance that's up on the
1: holler <laughs> for you. uh what about you nora if you could have any home if you could build yourself your own fiefdom what would it be
3: it would be a stone castle, totally secluded property. There would be a moat. There would be secret <laughs> passageways. There would be, for whatever, a bowling alley, because I want that whole, uh, for the, ever since I saw there will be blood, there's a bowling alley in my. <laughs>
0: Yeah. In my That's manner. Definitely the takeaway from that
4: scene. Yeah, that movie yeah. really made you want to have a bowling alley.
3: In your house. The entire scene wow, is I would love uh, the a bowling yeah, alley. The yeah. only, my only thought. You know what? A bowling alley would be really cool and probably <laughs> increase the property values. Um, yeah, there would be, um, I would imagine, uh, an indoor and an outdoor pool. Um there would be um a master bedroom balcony in which there would also be like a water slide going into said outdoor pool. This is decades um, of a thought project that you've tapped into here <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah. I
1: think <laughs> I Nora probably it. has this all drawn in crayon somewhere. notebooks <laughs> so, so, filled with there blueprints. Have
3: been reiteration since I was 4. There's mm-hmm. like it's it's it started off 1.0. I'm at like like level 30 now. Yeah. With no, it. the
0: mode isn't filled with man-eating crocodiles anymore. It's <laughs> piranhas now. It's
5: piranhas.
3: <laughs> it's always supposed to have been piranhas. Yeah, it's, I've thought about it.
1: You're like William wow. Randolph Hearst. <laughs> yes, clearly, clearly, you've put a lot of thought into it. What about what about you, Skid? Any uh, any thoughts on that? I I wouldn't want anything too big. Because if I'm in a large building by myself, I
4: get really scared. So it would have to be max like 3,500 square feet. And the only thing I really want is I, my goal for my entire life, I will consider my life well lived. If I can have a movie theater in the house, that's yes. all I want. I just want like risers and a nice sound system and a big screen and like little red curtains and stuff. That's all I want.
2: Different. You can do that to your living room right now.
4: I know. And that's, that's all I want. That's like, that's a, this is an achievable dream that I can yeah. maybe make happen in my Would life. Would you
3: also have a theater with a stage?
4: Sure. As long as this doesn't exceed the 3,500
1: square feet limit.
5: <laughs> now, right now, your house is just Xbox. a
1: movie theater and a theater.
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So room for
1: anything a stage. Well, yeah, there's a bed on the stage of the theater. <laughs> yeah, um, the stage is set like a bedroom. <laughs>
5: I'll, I'll sleep. In the house, sleep on the set.
2: <laughs> Do you want yeah. people to come and sit in the seats
1: yeah. and watch yes. you sleep? Or, they can. It's a one man show. You wouldn't be it's,
0: so room The
1: same Appalachians that go to see Ross's Castle go to watch Skid sleep. <laughs> That's right. That's um, right. I'll be in Nashville in the city. Ross, you can come down and watch me
4: sleep. Sweet.
1: Uh, oh what about
2: you, God. Becca?
4: Live
0: in the okay, Becca. well,
2: first I have to say, Jared, your dream is achievable because I watched a travel show in which there is a property you can rent for a night on that website where you do that thing um, on the border of Missouri and Arkansas in the caves there. And uh, oh, I'm, I I'm from near there, so that's very Cool for me. It was a great Ooh. episode of this travel show to it was like a very luxurious cave. But then you could open some door back into caverns they hadn't finished and made all polished and nice and wander around in there. Um but for me speak it was
1: be, be, talk about being creeped out in your own house, skid. Just knowing that there's a door that leads to unfinished caves. Me
2: for me, I want an all glass house in the middle of uh, the jungle in Costa Rica in Manuel Antonio. That's Ooh. where I want to live and I, right. I also think this dream might be achievable. Yeah. I'm working love, on it.
0: I love all our supervillain layers and also Skids Theater House. I know.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh well uh right now you have a castle let me let me let me go back and kind of do a brief recap although if you're on episode 10 and you're like i haven't really been paying attention well what's up with you you've got weird <laughs> viewing habits so i'll make this re- recap as brief as possible maybe you just need a, your, your memory jogged a little bit um our uh our our house house tylorus uh, had all of their power and uh, fiefdom stripped from them when the Atreides took power in book one of the Dune novel. Uh, when that happened, the Harkonnens were disenfranchised and so were the vassals of the Harkonnen, House Tylorus. Uh, that is the House... Portrayed by our players. Um, They were offered, though, 10 years later, a chance to regain their former power, and they have. Uh, They were given an almost impossible task by Quentin uh, Quentin. uh, Oh, my God. Fenton Quill, thank you so much. Uh I, I trust me I well it looks like I need a recap. By Fenton Quill, <laughs> uh, a former Harkonnen a- agent, um he asked them to uh bring a sandworm from Arrakis to a new planet that had been prepared for it, thereby breaking the Atreides spice monopoly, thereby crippling the Atreides and allowing the Imperium the Imperium to be reborn. Um these players did that. They uh they Uh, explored Arakeen, they found out where to find a worm, they found out who to talk to to learn how to ride it, they uh, got themselves a StarCraft that could hold one, Uh, and in our last episode, in the midst of a a huge Ornithopter battle, they rode the worm into the cargo hold and flew up to a guild hayliner that was controlled by... um, a offshoot of the guild uh, uh, There's been a schism in the guild uh, And there is a group within the guild uh, A portion of the the Spacing guild that wants to fight back Against the Atreides And this, uh, this group, this faction Is led by Dinar Banan Dinar Banan A uh, guild navigator that our players met all the way back in episode one. And uh, even though they were very distrustful, uh, our players have been given what they were promised. They were taken to the planet of Optima 2, where some terraforming technology developed by the Ixians has been used to make it almost exactly like Arrakis. Hopefully here the sandworm will thrive and the ecology of spice will uh, spontaneously uh, develop uh, and the and spice will be able to be harvested here. Um, there is a complication to everything, though, and I should remind our players of this. Uh, in a former episode, Corin, played by Nora, uh, had a vision, and uh, she saw herself as the head of the household. Um, she saw herself looking out over her planet, uh, standing beside her castle, and controlling House if she even then still will call it that after she takes control. Um, and, and now it seems that some of the other uh, characters, uh, Pharos and uh, Mother Pomine possibly, are on to the fact that maybe her loyalty isn't as rock solid as it used to be. Maybe Corrin is planning something. So with that said, I'm going to uh, open on a scene uh, where we have become firmly established in our compound here on Optima 2, um, uh, let's say uh, months, a couple of weeks have passed. Uh, and uh, you all have uh, become firmly situated in your new home. Um, and you, uh, you can tell me how it's going and what, what kind of changes you've made and, and how, how you kind of run a fiefdom like this, what's your style of doing that? And I think we should go to the current de facto leader of the group, mother Pomini and ask her mother, uh, you know, what, what's your style? What, how have you been running the household? What are, what are your goals in your, um uh, your, you know, what do you think are the most important things that you need to handle?
2: Well, naturally, first, we must provide for our my son, uh, the worm man, pig worm man, um, worm.
5: It's a
1: sandworm, but yes, you did, <laughs> it. sandworm. you did hear a prophecy of a worm that is a man when you were among the Fremen, and you used that prophecy to gain their trust.
2: So, uh, it's just a worm that we've let loose on the planet and are, um, maybe we have little thopters that are monitoring where it goes, what it's up to, um, to see if the spice is being made because we have to create an entire infrastructure for harvesting said spice, which is quite a bit. So I'm taking inventory of all the person power that was here when we arrived. I've called for more inhabitants of the planet, um... You know any any pilgrims that would like to settle here are welcome. We've put out that word.
1: Oh, uh, kind you of on you, the down are, low. you you um you have told the world, you've told the galaxy rather that I, that I you think, are here?
2: No, more of like uh, the the black market. Anyone who is a soldier here was uh, told they could invite their families maybe. Um, kind of just a subtle word, a whisper
1: so your your staff and the people running the planet are part of this guild faction the spacing guild faction and so um they're not quite as numerous but i love the idea that you've set out the world the word into the underworld that hmm. people that are criminals can come and join you uh, and be part of this rebellion against the atreides and i think that we should have a role to see how well that goes what do you Ooh. think uh yeah, you know, how do you get the word out? settlers
2: uh just um, encoded messages that the guild navigators that pass through here that know of us uh, may spread the word to those they deem worthy. <laughs> Nothing can be written; only word of mouth. Coordinates must be memorized.
1: Uh, very good. Um, I, I want to see how well this sort of recruitment drive goes. So, um, give me a roll. Let's just see. Let's just see how it goes. Right now, you have one momentum, and I have. So Seven. many threat. I think I have. <laughs> I think I have eight threat. Eight, threat, is what, eight threat. what I think I have right now. Um. So. Um. Tell me. Uh, what. Uh. What sort of uh, networking skill and drive she's using to do this?
2: I think communicate inspiration fits very well mm-hmm. to inspire people to settle here and power. There's yes, word. Absolutely. I mean, the fact that I am Benny Gesserit is tossed about, and my statement is the Benny Gesserit will control the Imperium. Uh, I've also sent word back to Wallach Nine if any Benny Gesserit would like to come here because I trust all of them implicitly from their training.
1: Um, okay, so because this is so secretive, uh, it's going to have a higher difficulty than normal, and I'm going to go ahead and give it. Um, normally just kind of putting the word out would be like a difficulty zero thing where we find out just how many successes you get to build momentum. But I think in this case it's going to be difficulty one. Uh, but extra momentum can be spent, if you'd like, to get extra people to show up. And you can get quite a huge little population going if, uh, if this is very successful.
2: Well, let me just game this game a little bit and I'm going to spin that one momentum
1: mm-hmm.
5: to
2: get an extra die. And maybe we'll have extra momentum to invite more people. Okay. <gasps> okay, so uh, I needed 16 or below. I got a 16 and a 15, so that's two successes. And then a complication.
1: No, you oh, can re roll that. No.
2: Reroll, it's a communication, it's a communication skill. Oh, and, uh, yeah. I start writing, everybody come party, and then Aurelius is like, no, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> make sure that
6: they know it's
0: a BYO.
2: Change the
3: flyer, yes. yes. Erase
6: mean, that. I Evite is not the best course, Your Grace. <laughs> <laughs> no one's doing Evites anymore, Your Grace.
3: The reroll
2: was a six, which is two successes for a oh. total of four.
1: A awesome. total of four. And so you only needed one, so you have earned three momentum for your party. Do you want to spend any of that? Right now, um, a lot of, like, former spice smugglers. Teresa shows up from Arrakis. She gets a spacecraft and shows up and is like, "I uh, uh, somehow I knew. Somehow I knew you would make it. Uh, I humbly offer my services. Um, the, the scum and villainy of a hundred starports have shown up. Uh, and they are a ragtag and uh, a little bit hard to control lot. But I'll tell you something, if you spend um, if you spend some of this three momentum that you've found, I- I'll let you choose another group that shows up. So right now, criminals have shown up. Who else shows up? Or do I you definitely keep want to spend
2: a momentum. Um, mm-hmm. I would like a Benny Jesuit order to show up.
1: Very like good. A, a whole
2: graduating class.
1: <laughs> right, um, an entire uh, an entire emissary unit Reunion. of the Bene Gesserit sisters uh, has arrived uh, and have have established their own chapter house. So they are also an open rebellion against the Atreides. Well, not open because no, uh, you guys are trying to keep it as secret as possible. So, but they are in rebellion against the Atreides as well, and they've opened a chapter house here. So you have um, you have guild uh, guildsmen that are kind of your main staff. You have criminals whom you can uh, utilize as well. Uh, and actually, why don't we make, uh, if, you know what, if you spend two, the two momentum that are left, one of these can be an asset that you completely control, uh, oh. Mother Pomini.
2: Yes, I will spend another momentum.
1: You have to spend two, but you will have that asset.
2: Oh, so that we'll be back down to zero?
1: You'll be back down to zero. Do it.
2: You drive a hard bargain, I will do, do it. it.
1: Who do you control, the criminals or the Bene Gesserit sisters?
2: The criminals, the Bene Gesserit. They'll keep me in (laughs) check if they need to. And if they disagree with me, then they're probably right.
1: So, um, Mother Pomani has been kind of taking care of her own power base here and has a group that (laughs) she controls now. She has brought people here that that are under her thumb. Uh, And that is what she's been doing with her time these these several months. Um, I should also let you know that Um, The process of spice uh, kind of uh, arising out of a sandworm uh, requires sort of the sandworm's death, and it is a a years-long process before uh, you will begin uh, creating spice here. So you have to hang in there here for years without being uh, found out or destroyed in order for this entire plan to work. But in the meantime... The promises were real. You have your own fiefdom here, and I want to see what is happening uh, with all of you. Let's go to Aurelius. Aurelius, how do you spend these weeks? What do you do? How do you help to run the fiefdom? Well, first, thank you for answering the question I was going to ask, because I think like
4: this is definitely like a long game that we're playing here, because yes. it would, it takes, like I, I assume there's like thousands of worms on Arrakis, and we have one. I don't even yes. know how they replicate,
1: but... Yes, uh, they uh, they ha- they actually kind of split into uh, hundreds of sand trout, and there's something called a spice blow that results from that. Right. Uh, and I might I might not have all of the facts exactly correct, but suffice to say <laughs> that this is a long game, and tonight's game session may only be you know hour and a half, two hours long, but it it'll cover p- perhaps years of time. Let's see how okay. the game is played. Okay
4: a mommy sandworm and a daddy sandworm love each other very much
2: they uh, asexually reproduce they asexually simultaneously, simultaneously
4: yeah. on different parts of the planet mm-hmm. alright so I was going to ask also Are there, were there any indigenous people
1: here before the terraforming began or was this like a pristine planet what a very interesting question this was actually a pristine planet okay. uh, they uh, found this planet uh, completely uninhabited Okay,
4: so I think Aurelius is going to spend his time researching the life cycle of the worm, like getting all the literature that he can on that. He's going to be studiously, basically memorizing as much of the geography of the planet as he can uh, to, you know, just to familiarize himself with the planetology of, of this new world. And, and the other thing he's going to be doing is making contacts with making sure that he has good conduits with each of the groups of people that are represented here on the planet. Making sure that he's in constant communication with someone uh, who, who is connected to each of these groups.
1: Very good. Um, I think that we want an understand role for you to um, sort of understand the biology and uh, life cycle of this creature and to see how it's doing on its n- in its new home. So um, give me an understand role. What are you going to add? What drive are you going to add to that?
4: Okay, I will do power mm-hmm. um, because that is like he's trying to exercise house. So this is how he's. Leveraging house authority over the world this is the, the lever he's going to use for to establish power of the house over this world and yeah, um yeah oh. cultural i don't think I, my focus is how cultural studies and house politics don't really apply so i'll
1: just the uh, this is an information gathering role it's a difficulty of one to understand this complicated stuff and i did get one success Okay, great. Um, So uh, you currently have zero momentum uh, to my 8th threat, but uh, the one success is enough for you to realize that just in the the first few months, it doesn't appear that the worm is doing so well. Um, It's sort of sluggish. It's sort of sluggish. It's not moving at the speeds it normally should move at. It's uh, worms eat sand. If you can believe that, that is the what they consume. And it's uh, according to your studies, uh, and you've taken some guild scientists out there with you, and then mm-hmm. they like you. You're you're their equal and their peer because they are they're masters of space travel, and they are trying to like adapt to a new discipline here and use maybe some of the papers you brought from the Kinds Archive. But it feels like the, the the creature isn't eating as much as it should. Um, The worm is not thriving on the new planet, which means that the entire apparatus here could go crashing and burning down. Um, I will tell you this. If you had had extra momentum, I would have allowed you to communicate that to someone and get them kind of on your side the way that... uh, Uh, mother pomany has but unfortunately you earned no momentum and so Mm -hmm. you uh, suffer with this knowledge while the other guild scientists kind of maintain this sort of stoic optimism about it you think that something is is actually terribly wrong okay now i turn to pharos pharos what do you do with these months uh, out here on Optima 2? Uh, there's no spying to be done. There is only one faction here. Well, actually, now there's more than one faction, isn't there? Mm. There's, a, there's a, a Bene Gesserit sisterhood, and there's also um, a group of criminals. Um, so, Pharos, what are you going to do with this time?
5: Hmm.
1: <clears throat> well, we kind of ended our last session
0: with Pharos like, having dawning paranoia about the 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 internal politics of our of our little band here. Um, we've established early on that Pharos was living among the Bene Gesserit in that chapter house as part of House Tylorus in exile um, in the intervening time between book one and book two. Um, I think now that he reveres um, the reverend mother of uh, Pomade Seraglio Tylorus, as much as he does, he's committed to forging a union, and this uh, this this ambassadorial capacity that we kind of mentioned in passing. Now that now that there's a chapter house being established here, he has an agenda to press, and he's not necessarily speaking with the voice of his masters, but with a. A voice of optimism from his own from his own heart, which is that like, um, I, I think that there is a union to be had between our two factions. Though you find our methods repellent, we are the same. We both manage bloodlines, you in a rather traditional sense, and ourselves through the manipulation of the raw material, genetic modification. Think of what you could do with the genetic data that we have collected, and think of what we can do with the the skills that you've accumulated in your breeding program. Could there not be a union between us both? Your project failed. Your, the end sum of your, of your centuries long program has turned against you. We can make you a successful culmination. This can not only be the home to a new worm, to new spice production, but can be the home of a genetically created (laughs) Quetzalcoatl under the control of the Benetlilaks and the Benegeseret together. But of course, you would need a trusted voice among the Benetlilaks to forge such an accord.
1: I think that that was all addressed to Mother pominy Mother pominy Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I thought
2: that was was to a gen- generic leader of the yeah. faction of Benny Gesserit. Yeah. Let's uh, no, so uh, so you.
1: see. You're in the great hall. You. You're in the great hall of your compound. And he sorry, were uh, you made speaking to
2: me?
5: <laughs> 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 I turn slowly. I standing, standing
0: next sorry. to an easel <laughs> with, a, with a with like a like a ch- <laughs> charts. So like, oh, okay. Yeah, right, you see,
5: Mother
2: Pomni is in elegant gold robes with her epaulets, uh, new ones that have been made, wearing her Benny Gesserit scarf, but in a much more opulent way than other sisters have done. And she says, yes, no, I was listening. A genetically modified Kizak Saturak. <laughs> yes. Yes, this is what the planet needs. Arrakis, they have their imposter, but we, here on Optima too. yes, we will have the true kizat One blessed by both factions. I believe you can make this happen, and you are the only one to do it, Theros.
0: Yes, of course, and... <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of shooting from the hip here, but this is kind of... Yes. Among the Benetlilaks, we... grow. Argola. Grow. My my kindred in our axolotl tanks if we were able to to have some of the appropriate genetic material that you were using containing the memories that you Bene Gesserit are are so keen to promote and cultivate generation after generation then such material couldn't be implanted in a suitable vessel to bring it to fruition all the Quetzaltec needs is a vessel to bring it into the world.
2: Our conversations. If we find the
0: material, you can be its mother.
2: <laughs> there could be no greater honor. But we must tread carefully for what you have said to me in this and other conversations, what I have told you of the inner workings of the other memory. We have betrayed our factions in their eyes by even sharing this information from one of the opposing faction. So, of course, we will have to be very careful with those that we trust with this information.
0: Of course. Secrets within secrets.
2: Within secrets. By the way, I've given a name to the creature that roams these sands, our silver sands. Because its being here is propitious, I call him Pishy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did not see that coming. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going to game master for a bit and say, it sounds like you guys are going to try to create your own Messiah uh, using through genetic, my
5: womb.
2: Yeah. Using <laughs> yeah.
1: genetic engineering. Um, I'm not quite sure how to make you roll for that. Uh, <laughs> um, really just- Look,
2: I just have to pee on strips every day <laughs> and like cross my fingers. I don't know if a roll will work.
1: I, is but it a gola that you are going to create? Is it a or like a, a genetically uh, engineered being based on uh, Mother Pomeni's, uh genetic material? Is that correct? Yeah, I think we're. What, what if the going Axolotl is take
2: a, is my body?
1: That uh, is precisely what I am saying.
0: Is that that, that <laughs> not to not to be gross, but that is what I'm <laughs> pitching, and um and it is a little gross, and uh, <laughs> but, but but it's not to the but it's not to the tlilaxu. um It's so very But, like, that would mean that I would, of course, need access to the genetic records of the Bene Gesserit to find... I, I do not know who is related to whom, but there must be many of your sisters who have some of the Atreides' traits that they were so cautious to guide to the faulty fruition of young Paul. If we could have some portion of that then we could find a more suitable vessel. A grail that is yourself in which the new messiah shall rise.
2: I must admit this temptation of power is most appealing. But the information that the Bene Gesserit holds, though we share our other memory, things such as this are guarded very closely within the Order. I do not know the genetic makeup of even myself will have to gain access.
1: So, um, it sounds like you're running sort of an espionage operation. I see I see that Skid has, or perhaps Aurelius has something to say. Yeah, no, sorry, I can do it either. Oh, uh, you were in uh, the corner there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, this is awkward. <laughs> I'm sorry, I came in when he was speaking and I,
4: I didn't, it, it was very awkward, I didn't know whether to, anyway. Um, I, I have a question for the bigger dune heads than myself so if I, I think that the bene Gesserit were one generation away from producing the person they intended to be the Kwisatz hadarak is that right that's right i think so so in the lore do we know what that plan actually was did they have someone in mind to produce that Kwisatz um,
1: Haderach? i don't know that that's Delineated and if there's a bigger dune head out there that's like actually uh, I apologize for my lack of erudition. but I will say that um, a lot of the stuff that uh, our friend Pharos is spouting right now uh, seems recognizable from some yeah. of the later books and I think that if you uh, if you guys want to put together uh, let's just call it a project uh you know a project to to, to create uh within uh mother pomene's womb and boy it's a little gross uh, <laughs> is- to create uh, a a messiah uh through uh you know in vitro, sort of a sort of in vitro fertilization type thing mm-hmm. then i'm um, into it well this
5: okay. is a- um,
3: corn has opinions but we can get to that when we
1: this is, yeah, it's her. going
5: to be pretty
4: complicated uh, for you, Corinne, I would think.
3: I, I joked that you overheard, but
2: uh, I think that Aurelius does not know yet. No,
1: no, I, I wouldn't know this yet.
2: Just wanted to clarify. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, let's see. what what. Uh, so you have to get secret information from the Bene Gesserit. You have to get secret information from the Tleilaxu. And then you have to uh, corroborate that information in order to make this project work. So I would like for Pharos... Uh out of remove to run mm-hmm. an espionage operation. Uh and we're gonna do this with one roll because we have some other things to get to. Uh uh and also Great. I haven't created a whole zone map of the entire planet to Laxu. But do. um I would like for you to tell me uh, you know, sort of the scope of this, like kind of what you think you're doing when you when you get when you're gaining this secret information, uh, mm. and then you're gonna make a roll to see how it goes. I think
0: um Here's, uh, here's my... <laughs> here's my potentially crazy idea. Is that, like...
5: There's the, another one? Yeah, wait. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> if, the, if the... If the... If the Bene Gesserit keep um, these, these bloodline records, then there's probably... Maybe even someone within this chapter house or within the current structure of the Bene Gesserit who's genetically similar enough to the Lady Jessica... Um, that the if they had that DNA, could add to and construct it in such a way to to uh, kind of elaborate on it to kind of to to leap that generational divide that, that uh, Skid was de- describing and um, select for the traits that um, that we would wish for. Which all they would need then is to be, um, uh, of course, um, brought to fruition uh, by a appropriate Reverend Mother.
2: I also want him to be like really good at basketball.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. Really anything we want. Yeah. done. So, um, give me, uh, give me, put your role together. I understand what you're doing. You're finding, uh, you're finding that your genetic material, you're finding out who among the Bene Gesserit you need to draw the genetic material from. That's right. Uh, and it, you're also this sort of blood getting, heist. Yes. Uh, yeah. You're also sort of getting some, you're also sort of getting some, um, uh, secret information from your Talaxu masters. Um, and so who are you using for this? You are now an architect of this, but who are you using as the agent? Or are you yourself going uh, back to Tlaxo and tracking down this Benny Gesserit over the course of several months? Are you the agent or are you sending one of these criminals or one of these? Uh, well, the criminals are the only ones that Mother Pomani currently controls. So they're the only ones that you could send. Right. Um you could also try to make a deal with these spacing guild guys that are kind of, you know, if the functionaries running the planet for you and you could send one of them, although it doesn't sound like their skill sets particularly match what you're trying to do. Right. Um,
0: oh, uh, God. Talk, talk about just kind of a moment of idea, like spinning Wily out of control. But um, I don't know, I'm sure I am, uh, but uh, I think if, if we used the guild... The guild is the conduit through which folks move, and thus it is a place where everyone who moves on a hayliner is somewhat vulnerable because they're in the in the little little uh, demi monde of the guild.
5: Hostages. So,
0: so if oh wow yeah. So if um, that's a place where we could isolate and take um the material from the appropriate uh, benedicteret if we could get them onto a spacecraft. Okay, I
2: also so was thinking on the on the jazzy side of the Benny stuff, um, we could potentially, the, the contingent that came here of their own volition, uh, I could potentially try and talk them all into y'all want to be reverend mothers? Cool, we're going to do a giant other memory trade because uh, part of the description of the skill in game is um, any reverend mothers in the room, you have the potential to share memory with them. Mm-hmm. Although some of these in each may die if we do that
1: so it sounds like you're using the guild to run this operation That's right. um, f- uh, as your agents rather um, they are sort of uh, going to uh, based on uh, research that Mother Pomini hands over to you they're going to hand you a traveler who meets the genetic profile uh, and then your Telaxu mastery will uh, allow you to go from there so um, you're not using any particular asset that you totally control to help you you're having to kind of wheel and deal to make all of this happen, that's so right. tell me what dice pool you're putting together, and also be relatively secretive. So let's um,
0: I, this is this is a communicate and power. You currently um, have no momentum. Then, then I mean that's what I got to do. <laughs> okay, um, unless I buy, um, unless I use uh, threat.
1: Um, would you like to give me some threat? I have eight right now. <laughs> I
0: think this is a dangerous situation, so I'm sticking my neck out because I see an opportunity, and and, uh, I think Pharos' mind is maybe fraying at the edges a little bit. Um, So yeah, I'll give you threat to get another dice.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, You give me threat, you get a dice. I believe my threat goes up to nine. Um, And so uh, you you now... um have three dice to roll, and I think that, uh, look, uh, let's be honest, this sounds extremely difficult and extremely complex. Yep. What I would like to do is for you to give me the target number, and I'm gonna roll the three dice for you, and I'm, you're not gonna know if you've been totally successful in creating a Kwisatz Haderach. But there's one other thing we have to do. You're being completely secretive, meaning Corin is not told of this. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, just wanted to make sure so Corin, I'm going to ask you just to to sit back a little while longer and then we're going to get to your plot line, but right now what is the target number you're trying to hit with these 3 dice? Um
0: well, the target number is 14 and I think the commun- my communicate focus is in charm which um
1: this this seems to it be doesn't more Doesn't apply of a, here. Doesn't apply. Doesn't apply. Yeah. 14. And I don't I still don't know either, right? So I couldn't help you. Nope, I'm afraid not. Aurelius has also been kept in the dark about this really shady plan to create your own messiah. Yeah, this is some this is some dark stuff.
2: <laughs> I've lost my way.
5: Yeah. Look, look,
4: I, I'm.
2: Power corrupts.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: the Tliaxu have a very, I mean, months pass, it's, it's and
1: not- if it is, if it is, uh, if my players consent to this, if this doesn't. Doesn't bother them. I would say that the, this has this has come to fruition, and that you, uh, you, Mother Pomini, do you want? Do you truly want to be the mother of this Messiah?
2: Oops, sorry, Corin. I'm pregnant. We can <laughs> talk about that later. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Total player oh, consent. All
3: good.
1: Thanks oh, for great. asking. Great. Corin
3: just wants to be the father. Go ahead.
1: Great. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, did
0: not, I did not want to be weird. That that is the sort of thing that that, that is. That is a very that is the the goal of this this faction.
1: Um, so you are pregnant, and it's going to be hide, hard to hide this from Corin pretty soon. Um, but uh, speaking of Corin, let's ask Corin. What have you done, uh, Nay, these uh, several months uh, that you've been on Optima Two?
3: Corin has become the master general of the house. And she has been recruiting and training soldiers. She has been gaining loyalty. And in addition to this, she has been creating a uh, specialty, like, elite army within the people that she's been recruiting. People who are loyal to her, the best of the fighters. Oh, shit.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) um, Great. Uh, So... uh, Let me ask you, how are you going to recruit that cadre of, like, super loyal warriors? Like, what are you going to use?
3: Uh, As far as, like, my my roles...
1: What yeah, gonna I mean, I, you're going to get an asset, and it's going to be like sort of a commando squad that uh, answers yes. only to you, uh, which means it's a difficulty, too, to create that asset. Um, but you need to tell me what dice pool you're going to put together to do uh, that.
3: Definitely Around. power in battle, because yes. I will have what is owed to me, and uh, I will kind of use the psychology of you know, we're on a new frontier this is your moment to ha- to make your mark in this world. These are the the first footsteps of the creation of this planet. Do you want to be a hero? Will you stand beside me? Will you rise up to the occasion? What Will you have the courage? Do you have what it takes? Do you have what it takes? To I love be- it. Yeah, and um...
1: And you're dealing with uh, basically guildsmen who have martial prowess that you're training to be even better. Uh, they will be a uh, you know quality zero sort of commando squad, but you will have an asset called commando squad if you can get two successes on this role. <laughs> okay. uh, sorry,
4: is there like a military wing of the Spacing Guild? Do they have their own troops usually? I don't...
1: Um, I, I believe that I believe that th- generally this would be kept in utmost secrecy because they're not supposed to be a military order at all but of course there are those among the spacing guild who learn and specialize in combat uh, these situations occasionally arise and uh, mm-hmm. every faction in the imperium Oh, it's got up, security forces. It, yeah, or something. exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, that is what uh, Corin has drawn to her. The security forces here on Optima Two, and she is trying to make them her uh, loyal, loyal uh, confidants. Corin, can you get two successes and create this asset? You are muted, dear. I think.
3: Can I? Can I give you a threat to increase the dice pool? I guess Why you not? can.
1: We're. Uh,
3: bruising
4: <laughs> for a bruising.
0: None of us will live. This,
3: lose. this, <laughs> is, this Hi, is so epic, though. Final episode. It's the yeah.
4: final episode. We're doing the most dangerous thing we could possibly think of In doing. The of torpedoes. Course.
3: I got a four, a three, and a 17. So two of those are well under my eight. So that's great. At?
1: So, uh, Corrin, you now have a dedicated commando squad that will do anything you tell them to do. And if a countermanding order were to come down from Pharos or Aurelius or from Mother Pominay, they would ask you. They would listen to you. Uh, they would ask you for direction. Help. Uh, so, please put on your sheet that you have an asset Commando Squad. Commando I, want you, I want to be squad. clear. This isn't the entire security force. It is a conspiracy within the security force mm-hmm. that answers to you. But they are some of the most tactically uh, advanced and uh, skilled fighters in the entire force. Your own personal death squad. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now, normally an asset that you create goes away when you go to a new scene But uh, I'm doing something that it doesn't really talk about in the book and kind of having things happen over the course of months and things like that. So I'm just going to say some of the things that happen next are all part of the same scene. They're all part of the same chapter. So right now, the criminal uh, faction that Mother Pomini controls remains permanent as we move into kind of different dialogue scenes. And so does the commando squad. And... uh, Oh, boy, the trait pregnant is very real in Mother Pomody <laughs> right now. Now I'm going to set this scene. Um, uh, Corin, uh, after, uh, after your exercises one day in the courtyard, uh, you are approached by Fenton Quill, uh, our benefactor, Dinar Binan, would like an audience with you, Corin.
3: Regarding?
1: Let's just say he's concerned with the security of house tylorus here on optima very well he cannot come planet side you will have to join him in orbit
3: i require my uh, i ba- basically I, I would express that i require my squad to come with me I will not go alone
1: Um, of course ma'am and they all join you in perfect lockstep and Fenton Quill uh, accedes to your whim to your wish Uh, and soon you are all flying up to a gilded hayliner that looks like this last one you were on Uh, and soon you are in another opulent room uh, with uh, rich velvet tapestries and a huge curtain that parts and before you floats uh, Dinar Binan Corrin did anyone see you leave planet side
3: I don't believe I made myself or my presence here to be known
1: I have had visions I have seen the future and I have become concerned about our little project
3: can you elaborate on your vision and your The worm your concerns, is dying. Please?
1: The worm is dying. Our attempt to take control of the spice monopoly will die with that worm. And I know it is because you have not taken control. You see, everything is prophecy. When you have taken as much of the spice as I have... And I know, I knew that a daughter of Arrakis, a true Fremen, must be in charge of my project. And you know as well that you must rule this house in order for us to take control, in order for this project to work. You know this, do you not? You've seen it.
3: I have seen it, and I do know this.
1: The time has come to act. Act. (laughs)
3: tell me in your visions do you think we have taken the wrong worm
1: I think that once all the pieces fall into place once you have become the true head of the house then the tapestry the weave of futures will solidify will crystallize and the worm will survive but right now we are in a place of flux and you must act are you Um, ready to take what is yours
3: I have been training for this yes
1: then act then do it I can give you more security forces. I can send a secret message among them and help you.
3: I shall require so. Thank you.
1: Then simply send a signal. And we will send our messages to our people on Optima. Letting them know the time is now.
3: Understood.
1: And so, um, you uh, are returned to Optima uh, and you have been told it's time to act or the entire project will fail. This is how the tapestry of futures uh, has foretold. So, Corin, what do you do?
3: Corrin would request an audience with the Duchess. Privately, and I would think you have can... her uh, her commando squad waiting outside the quarters. <laughs> I think you find me
2: in uh, our our bed quarters, which are luxuriously draped with flowing white fabrics around the bed and the doorways, and I am wearing long flowing white. Gowns, uh, a gown, uh, and humming to myself as I as I weave on a loom, new hobby I picked up. (laughs) (laughs) Corin, (sighs) you are a delight to my eyes, my love. Look, I've been weaving your face.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I am honored by your artistic endeavors. I'll get better. See, it's your profile.
2: And your hair.
3: It's like a (laughs) stick figure. I'm just learning. Yes, I see the resemblance, thank you. My love, I I grow concerned.
2: What concerns you? It can be fixed with a
3: wave of our hands. I grow concerned that the future of our house will be weakened along with the state, I should say, the weakened state, of the worm that we had brought over. Do you know about this?
2: Well, Pishy, I call him. (laughs) I've seen... From my balcony, his movement is not the same as it once was. I've been meaning to speak with Gram about this. He seems to be studying such things. But and when were you going to speak to me about this? I'm sorry, I... Do you have an idea of how we might write Pishy's mood? Maybe a mate. Maybe better m- meals. What does it even eat out there? Should we feed it men...
4: she's so she's so (laughs) overboard this is great (laughs) (laughs) Mm
5: -hmm.
3: do you remember in the siege Alburn we convinced them that you were the prophet based on what I saw in the cave in the ceremonial room.
2: Yes, you are truly the one that granted us the power to let them believe what they really wanted to believe. I, I know it may be seen as deception, but they were so ready to hear what they wanted to hear. What
3: if I told you that what they wanted to believe was real? And that I saw it.
2: I I did not take you for a believer. But I respect
3: if that is what you believe, that we... Alessa, I saw it. Huh. The stunted half-man, half-worm. I saw it with my eyes. I saw it. It's not a fantasy. It's not fiction. It's not a... A, a dream that people hold on to for faith I saw it I sense anger in you you you,
2: you s- saw You're not a vision not a vision it's very real
3: why did you not tell me of this we had to gain their trust I did what I had to do if they had any idea that we knew about their Quisas Hatterach that while we were trying to gain their trust they would have killed us I don't understand why
2: your deception from me has anything to do with what we told them
3: my deception was to keep all of us alive and we are, we are on this planet, we have it And now the problem is, is that we cannot hold on to it. We cannot become a stronghold with this weakened worm, with this state that we're in. I did what I had to do. And this speaks nothing of prophecy. This speaks of the wrong diet. We'll make adjustments. The worm will be happy eventually. There is a chance that you may be right. I saw something. It showed me something.
2: This is not the Coron I know. You no. are pragmatic, you are powerful and strong, you are not given to whims of fancy
3: and delusion. You're right. Who is this Corin? You're right I am not. What I'm speaking is the truth. I know what I saw. What is this truth? Tell me. I saw a different house. I am asking you now, rather than trying to regain what was once yours, build a new house with me, our house together. And Corin produces from her pocket a gold band inlaid with a, with a sapphire. My love. (gasps) What?
5: What?
2: <laughs> oh my god, it's really happening
5: Oh, no. oh my god Will you make oh her the
0: happiest
1: god. woman in the galaxy <laughs> I really thought that Chris yes. knife was coming out uh, yeah.
3: Okay You got it. It is. it is our time, my love Let us rewrite the pages I believe in you I believe in us
1: I and that's in when our new house. And that's when you notice that Mother Pomone is pregnant. <laughs> oh. What?
3: I have not been the only one keeping secrets. He will be yours. He will be
2: ours. He will be the true, Kisa, etc. Who it? It's not important. It is House Tylorus
3: Not House Tylorus.
5: What will or our you? house
3: be called? House Kareem. Will you build this house together with me?
2: I could never say no to you. House Corina it is.
1: <laughs> uh wow, you have accepted uh you have accepted her pregnancy. You have uh, got <laughs> you've got her to agree to allow you to take control of the house.
2: Whoa, uh, I just said we were naming it after her <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh no, I mean uh Corrine, uh, just to be clear, you need to take control, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, not
3: ceded power Kareem is is her surname That we have not uh, Mentioned
1: Well um, uh, I want to know right now uh, You know In order for the vision to come to pass You have to be completely in control Is Mother Pomani Going to agree to that
2: Kareem I will accept this ring and we
3: will be Equal in power
5: then the prophecy shall be fulfilled.
1: So, uh, as paramours, as uh, partners, uh, you both look out over your balcony, over the sands, uh, and you wait. You wait for the worm to heal and for the spice blow to come. Uh, And uh, right now, we're going to take an ad break. Uh, We're going to talk to our sponsors for a second. And when we come back, We're going to find out the final fate of the house that's changed names three
5: times.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Find out the fate of House Kareem uh, when we return on Inherit the Sand on the Glass Cannon Network. Welcome back. We are on a new planet, a second Arrakis (laughs) called Optima 2. Skid is making us laugh with his funny memes.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, he is for a, while. a total meme head. What a Gen Z kid, that Skid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was really funny. Um, yeah, uh, look, Mother Pomine's picked up the new uh, hobby of weaving. Uh, she is now married to Corinne. Uh, the house has changed names once again to House Kareem. Now, a true daughter of the desert uh, guides the house. Will this turn their fortunes around? And what did I roll when I rolled to see the success of this uh, attempt to create a new uh, a new prophet, a new messiah? Uh, I, I can't reveal that quite yet. I think that now uh, we're going to go into a new scene. You guys have no momentum, so no momentum is uh, <laughs> is taken away. Uh, uh, and uh, this new scene is going to cover uh, yet another kind of phase of months. Um, and uh, it's going to end with the birth of this child. So uh, I would like to know what people are doing uh, those nine months uh, here on Optima 2. And I'm going to start in reverse order. We're going to start with Corinne. Uh, What do you do in the nine months leading up to the birth of this child? uh, What what is your leadership of House Kareem like?
3: Um, Corin definitely is keeping up with her uh, commando squad and military training. Uh, She's trying to gather whatever intelligence she can, keeping in correspondence also with... um, Oh, who did she speak with? Not not Fenton Quill, with um, Dinarbanon. Dinar Dinar
1: um He is uh, he is uh, angry. Uh, he says that the vision showed you alone, and you have defied the vision. That is the message that he sends you through his agents. What do you? Re- how do you respond?
3: Hmm. I respond. Time will confirm. Uh, time will tell.
1: Uh, for now, for now, he is not acting against you, but you do know that he has some sort of secret control over a lot of the guild agents that are in this compound and in this complex. Uh, so uh, that could be that could be an issue for you. And also, um, like
3: I kind of will be like, I am in control.
1: Yeah, you are. You are saying to him, "Don't tread on me. I have control of this place, whether mm. you believe it or not." But he continues to send you messages saying the vision showed you standing alone. Um, uh, so uh, you just continue to train with your commando squad. Uh, any specific project you want to um, you want to undertake? If, if no, that's fine. Like you you continue to protect your your new wife. You continue to protect your interests here. Anything specific?
3: Yes, I am concerned with the uh, health.
1: The health of the sandworm?
3: Oh, you muted.
1: You have muted.
3: Sorry? The health of the worm, yes.
1: Okay, so... Uh, months are passing, and I'm going to go ahead and pass it to another player. Um, Aurelius de Grom. Aurelius, the sandworm is not getting better. Uh, it is... It, in fact, it is now uh, like kind of barely moving uh, when you go mm. to inspect it. So as life blossoms within... Uh, mother palmini <laughs> the embers of life start to die within the worm and corinne it looks to you like perhaps he is right that perhaps dinar banan is right perhaps you must stand alone in order for this project to work uh that is what it looks like but you you can st- I'm, not, I'm not trying to push you in any direction stick by your love by your by your principles Um, I will ask Aurelius, what do you do? I think Aurelius
4: is kind of overwhelmed by the conflicting loyalties here because he has raised his life, prepared his whole life to be in service. Like, that's what Mentats are meant to do. That's what all their training is, is to be in service. One put their abilities in service of a great house. But it's like, the, the house itself like keeps changing and shifting to the point where I think he feels a little unbalanced. Doesn't feels like the ground like keeps keeps moving underneath his feet. And so I think he might actually the most reliable person at this point might be Pharos for him. Like I think he might like be confiding in him more than the other two because uh, Corin like has some other. She has an agenda. Like he might get wind that she's training secret troops. Like she has her own personal like army that she's training within the walls. Uh, he sees what's happening with the worm. He might know about the might know about the prophecy. So I think he might just uh, ally himself with Pharaoh to some extent, just for, at least for some kind of certitude. And like even that is just like just with a Benitslax. Uh, looking to them for some kind of normalcy is just uh, Mm kind of terrifying in and of itself.
1: I'd like for him to see how much he knows. uh, To see if he has got all the data. which uh, Data is very important for a Mentat. So would you please put together a dice pool and we're going to roll an information gathering roll at difficulty zero. And you can generate some momentum with this and you can spend that momentum to know different things, different factors that are going into the success or failure of this great endeavor. Okay. So can I use this? Is so I'm, I'm taking in a
4: bunch of different sort of a bunch of different disciplines, a bunch of different types of knowledge that I'm taking in. Would I be able to use house politics, or yes. I guess cultural studies? Probably won't work. But I'll use house, house politics. House politics
1: so. would fit perfectly.
4: I'll do that and power. um Just as this the understanding, like the power dynamics of uh, what's going on, is one of yeah. the very important. So. Uh, target number is
1: 14 uh, that is two successes two successes and it was difficulty zero so um, I'll tell you for free uh, that uh, you have found out that some of the guild uh, functionaries here on Optima 2 are actually ultimately loyal to Dinar Binan. Uh and that is uh, concerning right mm. um, yeah. if you want you, I know you, you already know it as a player, but if you want, you can spend these two momentum and you will know about uh, anything else that we've discussed that seems kind of secretive. For example, you could know every single detail about how this child was created and what the goal goals are with it. Or you could know about the deal between Dinar, Binan, and Corinne and how they've been uh, circulating information. And by the way, this is stuff that you deduced as a mentat. It's not stuff that you, like, found out through spies. It's something you've figured out using oh, by yeah. looking at the data.
4: Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I will spend both, both momentum points for to know about uh, yeah I definitely want to know what's going on with Corin like her her plans and yeah I mean I <laughs> I don't know everything I, everything I want to learn like everything that I can about what's going on right now
1: Okay, so uh, I'm going to let you uh, gather this information, okay? You first gather the information that the, the guild has agents on your planet that are ultimately loyal to Dinarbanan. You then learn, through deduction, that Corrin is secretly corresponding with Dinarbanan and that they have some sort of side deal going on and it's part of the reason that Corrin possibly married Mother Pomini. Um, and then the final thing that you learn... And you extrapolate it from the data, is that House Atreides is headed uh, toward your planet to destroy you? Oh, okay. Yeah, that <laughs> there's is something. no way that the information could not have siphoned out yet. Yeah, yeah. There's dealing absolutely no way. Yes, you know, you're dealing like, with criminals. The uh, coordinates of Optima Two have definitely leaked by now, and it might be days, it might be hours, but the Atreides are coming. Okay. The minute
4: he learns about that last thing, he starts running through the hallways of the castle and like uh, that scene and the right stuff, he's just like running, just throws the doors open before ever uh, the Duchess is and it's just like, your grace, your grace, the Atreides are coming, the Atreides are coming.
2: Um, I could tell you where I am. It has to do with where I, what I think I've been doing, which is I think I moved the chapter house into the palace, and okay. I'm speaking with them. Okay. So oh, perhaps okay. you well, come we're... into the 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 halls that have been converted to the chapter house, and all the Benny Gesserit women are there as well.
4: Okay. If the Benny, if there are other Benny Gesserit there, he's going to throw the doors open, ready to say that. But then he sees the other Benny is like, "Oh, Grace, I must speak with you privately
6: and urgently."
2: Ah. Uh. Uh, But once we've all shared... Uh, Never mind. Um, Yes, of course, you may speak to me alone, and I follow you into the hall.
4: Okay. And uh, Thorm, he takes out his Ixian damper, and he's just breathlessly... He says, Your grace,
6: the the Atreides, they're on their way here. They have... have, We are... We are... uh, We are found out. They will destroy us.
2: Well the guild navigators they they surely could defend us they how is how have we been found out we we haven't planned for this contingency
6: we have not perhaps they can manipulate their forces in transit I don't know I will speak to my contacts within the guild perhaps you would do well to do the same
2: yes yes Uh, even the Atreides are dependent upon the guild to move about the former imperium as it were and they can't Control the bending of space and time to travel here without the aid. We must speak to Benon, uh, Dinar Banan. Someone has betrayed us and perhaps could be won over before they get here.
1: Um, a, a radio is wheeled in. Uh, a a, a communinette system is wheeled in uh, on several different dollies. Uh, enormous machines are hooked up uh, to uh, uh, funnels and things that almost seem like old fashioned telephones are kind of moved into place. And you can have a uh, remote conversation with Dinar Banan through this strange device. Would you like to do so?
2: Yes, uh, uh, I step out of the. Can we just wheel it into our uh, secret no, no hear us bubble?
1: Oh, cool. you want to have it in complete and total secrecy. Yeah, you can have it under the Ixian dampeners bubble. Well, this just makes his voice come out, so, yeah.
2: I mean, we already got it up.
1: Yeah, yeah of, of course. course. We've already broken it out. We might
2: as well.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: I assume you know of the troubles that are headed towards our planet.
1: Yes, and I'm sorry to say that the loyalists within the guild have stayed with the Atreides. And in all likelihood They are preparing to move A fleet here To Optima 2 That is why I have already abandoned this project
2: (laughs) You created this project You would walk away from that Which is Birthed from your own mind
1: The vision is incorrect You were supposed to die Corinne was supposed to stand alone I have turned my sights toward Optima 3 now
2: how many optimas will there be
1: as long as I am alive I will find as many as are necessary
2: you would pour resources into this opulent castle and then walk away yet again it can be as you wish what is this prophecy you speak of
1: I have seen it I know it is the truth but fear she... not little Bene Gesserit. You do have a fleet guarding the planet Perhaps you will survive Perhaps history will right its course And if so I will reconsider the data And may rejoin you at a future time
5: Perhaps
2: you will be welcomed Perhaps not
1: I control all travel To your planet You will have to deal with me Whether you want to or not
2: I look to Aurelius as if he has anything else we should say.
6: With your grace's permission, I would like to say, we in all with all due respect, you're being a total dick here. Uh, <laughs> come on, man!
1: <laughs> Not cool. Uh, oh, oh! This audience is at an end. Wait,
2: oh. before before that, I want to try and speak through the radio and say, "You will fight." The guild navigators that
1: come towards us
2: to your dying breath.
1: With the voice. Does Why the not? voice work through a radio? Sure. Probably not. Make it hard. <laughs> also, does nice. the voice does the voice work to command someone to do a long, multi-part project that involves peril for their entire <laughs> power base?
5: Maybe uh, nice. to say. <laughs>
1: Um, Look, I am going to I, 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 I want to give players every advantage that they have rightfully earned but I think that that is an illegal use of the voice. I'm going to assume that Mother Palmini lost control for a second and the voice burst forth uh, but uh, it's too late. The radio has already gone silent. I like that choice Okay, cool It yeah. fell on a
2: deaf radio ears
1: Pharos, you can know everything all the other players know now. Uh, really? You know you are a spy by trade, and you mm-hmm. and, and uh, Aurelius told you that he was keeping you in his confidence. Yes. So, uh, so what do you do? By the way, uh, Mother Pomni is very heavy with child, and the baby will arrive any day now.
0: Right. Um. And uh, yes, Aurelius like was confirming the the paranoid suspicions that I already had that that a uh, uh, was building a personal power base, that this change in name maybe uh that perhaps this was all a feint, that she is biding her time. Um that, that, that Rob rob the universe of the rightful heir of this anti messiah that can lead us <laughs> all into a into a brave new future where the where the Bene Jesser and the Benatlilax are united, finally, with a with a powerful entity that they can purely control. Um uh, so I think after all this I'm, I'm but but now this scene would throw some of that into question if if uh, if Krim was going to betray us or betray Mother Promenade, kill, kill her, probably would have happened by now um, doesn't seem that she would be working with the Atreides coming to kill us yeah Um. So, uh, um, I think then that then, uh, um, priorities are like just sweep over and like calm yourself. It is not. I. I should speak to myself, tell myself to be calm. You are the one who is in a state to remain calm. If the Atreides are coming here, we cannot. We cannot allow you to be put in more danger. I say we flee.
2: (laughs) Flee. All we have built. All those who follow us. The option is not off the table.
0: The worm is dying. If what the the prescient visions of this navigator says are true, then the only way that it can live is if you yourself give up all that you have. If these visions are to be trusted...
2: Visions are one possible future. I do not believe that any premonition is the only path forward. These are the tools we use to manipulate others. We can't be manipulated by them ourselves.
3: We do not stand down. We will mobilize our troops. And it is no longer an op- uh, a uh, a practice now. It is not, it's not a drill now. We are operating in our defense operations.
0: If we are to stay in fight, then to protect the future of this house. To protect the future of the mother of the savior of the world and all the worlds in the galaxy. And
2: she puts protect, her hands to her belly.
0: <laughs> to protect both That child's mother's. And I will not abandon you.
2: Perhaps both of these plans could be enacted. Perhaps our forces are not strong enough on the ground to fight those in the air. But what if they arrive and there is nothing left to destroy? What if we bury ourselves in sand?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um... I, I will tell you that I will tell you this is your game master, and this is something that you would all deduce. Uh, well, especially Aurelius, that if the Atreides arrive, they will be bringing atomics with them, uh, and will probably just destroy the destroy planet outright. Yeah. yeah, they will probably destroy you from space. Dinarbanon says that you do have a small fleet uh, that is still yours that uh, you know you can control. Uh, these are orbital craft with weaponry. Uh, that uh, you know you can control and steer. Um, in fact, if you look, I, I, I actually um, okay. That's uh, it let's it, l- l- let me let me do this. If please. you look at roll twenty, you'll see that uh, the kind of map around your planet is there, and then there are several places that the Atreides might jump into. They are called the jump zones. Um, if the Atreides can get uh, a fleet all the way uh, into the zone that is Optima II, uh, they can start attacking the planet with atomics. Uh, they're going to arrive any any day, any hour now. Uh, let me move you over to the correct page here. Yeah, here we go. Sorry about that. There we go. Uh, ooh. Uh, ah, yes.
5: Ooh.
1: Um, so if you if you look, you'll see that uh, there are different places that the Atreides might jump in uh, then there are they can get a little closer they can get into planetary orbit. but if they get over the planet itself, Optima 2 they can start dropping atomics at it and destroy everything. Uh, and uh, you know what uh, what the hell I have uh, how many threat here?
2: Ten No have- there's like eight. Right?
1: There's like nine. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm going to start spending it in a minute. Um, I think can that I? yeah, you 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 had plans, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just interrupt your plans. But I'm gonna tell you that I'm spending two threat to uh, to tell you that this is your last action, whatever it is. Each of you can take one. Um, cool.
2: I wanted to say what I was doing in the nine months of preparation, just quickly, which was to. Um, Start a new mission, Missionaria Protectiva uh, and spread that the new kiza Cataract is coming and is here. No maybe, wonder the
1: Atreides found you. Yeah. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Did I give mean, away. yeah, but this could Oops. be interesting. This could be interesting. Uh, I'll allow you to roll for that if you'd like. I'll allow you to roll for spreading that uh, Missionaria Protectiva. Uh, Project. So would you like to go ahead and put together a dice pool and roll? um, And it's going to create a it's going to create an asset, which are like zealots all over the known universe. Right.
2: Awesome. Uh, I am going to roll for communicate inspiration. And then uh, I I would love to do power. But I think faith so specifically applies Mm. that it's got to be faith. Yeah. Okay, so that's 12 and below if inspiration counts, then that then I'd like to use that focus.
1: Okay, very good. Okay. Uh, I think it does count.
2: Just two dice. Here we go. 11 and a 3. So that is three successes.
1: Three successes. Yes. I think you needed two. So you earned one momentum from doing that and I can tell you that you've created an asset you've created true believers but they are not on Optima with you they're, they're spread out across the galaxy uh, and so no matter what happens here there are people left to tell your story uh, and now would anybody else like to take a final action I spent two moment uh, sorry two threat to say the time is now the climax is beginning uh, yes Aurelius I, uh, so I think Aurelius knowing full well
4: how the risk of the atreides discovering what we're up to given the people that we've been working with i think that he has been spending the intervening time in secret building bunkers that can withstand an atomic assault from orbit
1: Oh. oh, that's amazing. Okay, let's see how well he does with that project. What is he using? I think understand probably, right? Understand for sure. I don't, yeah, none of my my focuses would not apply. I will
4: use understand and
1: uh, duty, Yes, I guess. And uh, it's difficulty too because you're creating an asset. Yeah. Uh, you're creating uh, underground nuclear bunkers. Yeah,
4: okay. And if it's okay, I will take that uh, point of momentum. Okay. Uh, to get an extra dive. Do for it. This. Yeah, yeah.
2: To save nice. us all? Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh to do oh okay. All right.
1: Okay. Two successes. Two successes, very good. So you needed two and you got two, and so you have created underground nuclear bunkers uh, so you spread that there is a new Kwisatz Haderach being born on Optima 2 uh, and uh, I assume Mother Pomini uh, and this, this new prophet, this new messiah are carefully ensconced inside of these bunkers is that correct? I'm, I'm guessing um, I, I think, I mean they're primarily to
4: defend the baby and and yeah. you know the, mm-hmm. the us like the 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 ruling kind of cadre and then i think i think that's the other thing he's making like a doctor strange love like list of like all the people that will be told of and invited allowed into the bunker
3: they're going to see um, the board
4: yeah got to got to preserve our precious bodily yes, fluids our precious bodily fluids <laughs> you know that's uh, i know fremen that's super important to them mm-hmm. so yeah uh,
1: Corin, uh, what uh, what do you do with your final days?
3: Uh, Corinne is going to mobilize uh, military groups in uh, defense positions around the planet.
1: So you're taking control of the rebel fleet. Yes. Let's see if you can create a trait with them where you know they um, they are swift. Or uh, you you're going to decide the trait after you try to create it. Would you like to try to create a trait?
3: Yeah, let's do that. You don't, you don't
1: have to do that if you don't want. You could you could just say I'm sort of taking charge of them.
3: Their trait is that they're winners.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, really? I'm yes. afraid of I can't That is not the correct trait Do you want to create a, try to create a trade in it? That's the best thing you could do right <laughs> now Because y- you are the ruler of the planet So you already have control of this of this fleet um, You have um, control But you could try to get them ready somehow
3: Yes uh, I would like to, s- to Think that they are Um very fervent in their belief that they need to protect this house and this baby at all costs.
1: Uh, okay. Um, so they are, um, they're zealous. Even if
3: it takes their own life. Yes.
1: Zealous. Okay. So go ahead and roll. Uh, they, they will be zealous if you can roll uh, and get enough momentum to, you know, kind of create that trait. Okay. Uh, it's difficulty too.
3: Okay. So I'm going to use uh, power and, I mean, we're in battle. Can I use battle? Of course. Okay. Oh, God. One rolled on the
1: floor. So I had to reroll that. I rolled a seven
3: and an 11.
1: Uh, Is that, that that works, right? Those are two successes. Yeah. What about the one on the floor? Did you, did you, I don't did you know count- what
3: that is. It's too far away, so I had to roll
1: another one. <laughs> okay, you had to roll another one. Okay, yeah. so you did it. Um, this uh, rebel fleet is zealous, which might help them. They have a trait that they are zealous. Uh, they were like guild uh, members, and now they are loyal to you. They're going to do their best to protect this planet. Um, I'm going to say that that makes you actually kind of a quality. You have a quality of one instead of quality zero mm. for your fleet. Nice. Nice. Um, Okay, uh, and finally, Pharos, final days, what do you do? Alright. Um, go big or go home, right?
0: I've never really used, and I, and, and as, I don't necessarily have on my sheet that I have assets, Plelaxu contacts, but I brokered this deal between the Bene Gesserit and the Plealax. I've, I've requested um, genetic manipulation, um, alterations in the in the uh, Atreides DNA to make them more pliable and um, and prone to obedience to our uh, to our wishes. I I want to see if I can reach out to the Thelax to see if I can the, uh, during this this time have promoted um, a policy among the Thelax to. Replace Atreides soldiers with face dancers.
5: (laughs) All of them, not all of them, not
0: all of them, a few of them, just enough, enough to cut throats and (laughs) sabotage vessels (laughs) when the uh, when the moment strikes.
1: I mean, you guys have zero momentum, and I think that that is at least a difficulty three. That's the problem. That's That's the problem. Spend Um, a
2: a determination. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I spent wait. The
0: only way I can do that is if I challenge a... challenge a drive, right? Right, yeah. Because I've spent my, 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 uh... Um... Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean... Hmm. Uh... Or a drive statement. So the only two that I've got are power belongs to the righteous. This seems apt. Belief is a lever, truth is a weapon. Um uh yeah that seems rather rather cynical about about truth the truth is something that we create and I yeah. feel like we've watched Pharaohs become less and less a cynic and more a true believer mm. and um and so uh perhaps I can cross out belief as a lever truth as a weapon and um and say like like we are we are the saviors of of a, of a fallen universe.
5: <laughs> wow!
1: Um, you know what? It's so crazy. It just might work. I'm going to let you cross <laughs> that out and earn a point of determination uh, for this roll. Okay, so that's an immediate. If two I spend that, that's immediate two successes. But I've got to get and one you, more. One. You only have one die to roll as well. Oh, that's
0: right. Okay, so it all comes down to. Okay, that's communicate right. That's right. Because I'm trying to secretively and uh, persuasively... Can I help? Since we've been working together more, can I help you? Of course you can. Okay. So you can re-roll it if you fail. Okay. And because that was the statement that I just crossed out, I mean, it, would the truth statement be the one that I use here? It, it has to be. It has yep. to be. Great. Okay. So it's not the best roll, but I can re-roll it if it fails, you said? Yes. Okay. Here we go. I've got to roll under a 13. You can do it. Well, I don't know much, y'all. <laughs> I'm just a small town face dancer. <laughs> but, I, but I do know that a six is lower than a 13.
5: There you go. Yes!
1: Um, your program to get in uh, face dancers inside of the Atreides war machine uh, is uh, your agent sent back word that it has been successful. Uh, and so now we are going to play our final conflict uh, with all of those pieces in place. Um, you are in control, Corinne, of the Rebel fleet that you can see there in the center but uh, your, uh, your advisors uh, are all in radio contact with you and can give you advice, meaning you all control this rebel fleet in this final, uh, in this final uh, conflict. And um, you can place it where you would like to begin. Remember, if an Atreides uh, fleet gets over the planet, uh, they can start dropping atomics on you. Uh, so, uh, the idea might be to put yourself into one of the jump zones, hoping they show up there, but then if you are in the wrong one, you might have to travel quickly to try to get to, uh, the correct one. Uh, Ooh. or you may play yourself in one of the spots of the planetary orbit, uh, cause you remember in a conflict, you can either move or take an action like attack, right? Uh, and you can move subtly or boldly, uh, and those have different effects as well. You guys have zero momentum going into this. Where would you like to place your rebel fleet uh, at the beginning of this uh, conflict?
3: I don't know. Okay, let, let's let's huddle in, because I'm, I'm assuming we're all on comms here.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And so, if we're in a planetary orbit that's possibly closer to the planet, if we needed to counteract, but I feel like it's harder to attack from a jump zone if they're in a different jump zone.
4: Orbit seems like the right choice, right? Yeah, Yeah. because if we're we're in one of the jump zones and, like I say, if we're in jump zone three and they land in jump zone two, they're on the exact opposite side of the map, and we wouldn't be able to get to them in time, but if we're in any of the planetary orbit circles we can intercept them wherever they come in before they get to the planet.
3: Exactly, totally. I think. Yeah, so now it's a matter of which planetary orbit
5: do we really want to It's a time.
0: bit of a crapshoot. Seems yeah. like th- you should let your prescient visions guide you. Yeah, use the what, what is <laughs> okay. what's look into the threads of time. Which one? Which one feels
4: right? Oh, actually, can we can we do some kind of mechanical way to improve our odds here? Like if I take a swig of my my Sappho juice. Can I get uh, like a burst of analytic power to figure out what might be
1: optimal?
3: Aided by uh, the Duchess's visions. Bene Gesserit visions.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, uh that sounds amazing. Yeah, why don't you why don't you try that? Why don't you see if you can deduce where they'll show up?
4: Okay, so do what do we want
1: an assist roll from yeah, from you can. Uh, you can have uh, Delessa yep. and a- you can have assist from several of your uh, teammates if you'd like. Um, well, actually, maybe Delessa This sh- maybe this should be your role because then I can. You can re-roll
4: it with my. Uh, like it? I can assist, and you can re-roll with my sure. advisor skills. Yeah. So.
2: Anybody bring any spice with them? I always got the spice, baby. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so um, with my Delessa and uh, is anybody <laughs> else assi- is anybody assisting on this computation?
0: Yeah, I, I feel like I've got I've got sleeper agents in the fleet itself, so I might have some. They might have filtered back some information to me, and I can go okay. to see
1: how well how how good that intel is. Okay, let's have one die roll from Delessa, uh, aka Mother Pomini, and a one die roll from uh, our friend uh, Pharos.
2: I have the perfect focus, which is battle tactics.
1: And uh, Corinne, if you think that you still have access to some of your prescient visions that you gained earlier, you can even go ahead and roll here as well. Yes. Can I do like
3: a face
1: battle roll? Yes.
3: Okay. So do I roll one die or
5: do I roll... Just one die
1: because you're assisting Aurelius in this computation. Got you. I got an
3: eight... So I, I
1: it just meets. So you got a success. What about yeah. uh, what about Mother Pomini?
2: Okay, uh, I'm just assisting. I'm not rolling.
1: No, I you're think you're just assisting. I think you're rolling. You wanted oh, I'm to pass. sorry. Okay, I didn't yeah, understand. I'm relying on, Our, your, yeah. on your vision and I'm I'm yeah. Okay, so uh, is Aurelius
4: assisting? Um, well, can I can I assist and use my advisor
1: skill? Um uh, I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, I fail. Okay, and how about Pharos? How'd you do? I succeeded. Okay, so there's two extra successes coming to you, Mother Pomani, if you succeed in your role right now. Um, And let's see, you need, need, I'm going to say, I think you need one success to know, uh, because you have so many different strands of information helping you. I think you've 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 uh, pushed the cards in your favor somewhat. You need one success to know where they're going to jump into.
2: All right. Uh, and we're out of momentum, eh?
1: Yep. You're out of momentum.
2: Uh, this is battle tactics with the focus, and then this is uh, power. Benny Jezeret will control the Imperium. Nice. 13 is my target. Five and below is a double. I got a five. Nice. And a 19.
1: Nice. That's and you can re-roll two. the 19. <sighs>
2: Four. That's four successes.
1: Yes. Four successes. You only needed one, so you have earned three momentum for yourself, which is very important. And you are pretty sure that the Atreides are going to jump into Jump Zone 2. Would you like to start Ah, there?
3: Yes. So I I inform the fleet that they are going to move towards uh, the Jump Zone 2.
1: And now we begin as an Atreides hayliner. Suddenly appears in Jump Zone Two, and it immediately disgorges an Atreides fleet, which begins flying toward the planet. And then I'm going to spend four <laughs> threat. Oh no! Oh, no. no. <laughs> You've given me so much threat, and that four threat is going to give me uh, another uh, Atreides uh, fleet. Oh no (laughs) And let's see how much I have Uh, I have three left over Uh, I guess for now I'm good Uh, Two Atreides fleets to your one rebel fleet come out of the Atreides Hayliner Uh, and you guys Get to go first Uh, You have the jump on them Uh, What would you like to do You can attack the Hayliner The fleet uh, Fleet one or fleet two
3: uh, what is a hayliner?
1: The hayliner is the uh, giant ship that they that the little ships traveled in that folded space using a guild navigator, a loyalist guild we navigator. We should attack
5: that, that. That's
0: their ticket home, but it, but the hayliner wouldn't have weapons to attack us. Yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Oh. I don't think it does yeah. any... any it, it, doesn't it doesn't do us do any good, any, I think. Damn it. Okay. And it's yeah. also
2: much bigger. It's like that giant port we put our, our cargo ship with the... Gotcha, earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that it's going to take too much to take it down yeah. and we're going to take too
3: much damage from let's the fleets go for in the, the fleet. Yeah, let's go for the fleets if the hayliner does not attack us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's attack. Let's just I guess go with fleet two first.
1: Awesome. Okay. Great. great. Um. And I guess we're going to use your battle, uh, Corinne. Okay. You have three momentum that you can spend.
3: I thought we had uh, four because we started a new scene. I hate. To and we got three.
2: Steal a die roll. Up to you. Narratively, more interesting. Battle tactics will
3: apply for a lot of this. Sure. Um, do you want to? Do you want to do the roll? I don't know. You you roll. <laughs> I'll roll <laughs> next time. If I do, power, if I do power battle, that's I, I've got. This is eight eight exactly
1: eight. what. This is the exact danger of you um, forming a union. Who sure. is in charge no, here? Who is, right. who is who they're they're in no,
5: you listen to both of us.
6: Aurelius and I are like, yes, <laughs> like uh, if you have two leaders, you have none.
3: <laughs> Lovers, <laughs> quarrel. Um so if, are you both are you both using eight and eight for your rolls? I have a lower roll, but I have a
2: higher chance of one of them critting because I can use battle <laughs> tactics as my focus. It. Do it. I don't know. I don't know what's better. Okay. I haven't done the maths. Uh, so pow- power and battle.
1: Just, okay, um, great. I'll,
2: I'll spend one of those momentum we got.
1: Uh, great. And there's three. I'm pretty sure there's three, Corin. Forgive me. I, I, I believe that's how much there is.
2: Okay. I, I thought three. we got three. Okay. Okay. Rolling three dice. A six, a nine, and a 12, which are all below the six... Uh, no, my battle tactics is five, so that's um, three, three successes. Six, six,
1: well, let me let me roll there because it's a contest. Oh, right. right? Uh, and uh, I have good news for you. They only rolled uh, one uh, success. Oh, nice. So, so that means it was a difficulty one, and you got how many successes? Three. 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 Um, your uh, your rebel fleet tears into Atreides <laughs> fleet two. And nice. because it is quality 1 because of their je- zealous nature your fleet you have done 3 toward the requirement to destroy it. Wow, uh, and the requirement the requirement is 6. <sighs>
4: wow. Can um, we spend the momentum we just earned to inflict more damage right now? <sighs> we, um we spend to keep y- Yes, the- you can.
3: Or to keep the uh, initiative?
4: Or to keep the initiative,
3: yeah. Yeah, we're up to four now.
1: You could spend, yeah, you're up to four now. You could spend two uh, momentum to keep the initiative right now. Oh,
3: let's keep the initiative. Let's do that. Yeah.
1: Okay, great. You keep the initiative. And what would you like to do next?
3: Attack the other fleet. Press the
6: advantage. Don't let um, up. Attack, attack.
1: Are you if attacking Atreides, come, oh. Atreides fleet too? Are you attacking them again, or are you attacking the, uh, the other one?
3: Ah, uh, because the other one is still up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. there's two three fleets here. Okay, yeah.
3: let's attack the one that's already weakened.
1: Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. Fire. You you've done three toward its six requirement to destroy it with your zealous rebel fleet. And you may uh, go ahead and begin uh, your attack. Go ahead okay. and roll again.
3: I think I'm gonna. Corinne, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna roll uh, power and battle uh, using my. I will have what is owed to me.
1: You have this two momentum. You can my uh, use. planet.
3: Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll spend uh, a momentum.
1: Okay. You have one momentum. Nice.
3: I rolled a three, a nine, and a fourteen. Uh, uh, so two of those
1: are successes. Two are successes. Oh, actually, no.
3: Fourteen is also a success. I have to roll under success. sixteen. Yeah. Yes. Three successes. Let's, <laughs> let's see how they
1: did. Um, okay. The amount of successes you need to get was two this time. So how many did you Ooh, get?
3: Three. three.
1: Three. So you earned a point of momentum. Uh, you have two momentum currently, and you do enough damage to destroy fleet two. Yes. yes. Awesome. It's gone. <laughs> Um, your yeah. zealous, high... The, the, improving the quality of your uh, fleet was clutch, because otherwise it would have taken three hits to destroy uh, these fleets. Okay, uh, you have two momentum. Are you going to keep the initiative again? Yes. Okay, that takes you down to zero momentum. Okay? Uh, and uh, what would you like to do? There's another fleet there.
2: You got to attack.
1: Okay. I think that...
2: Uh, if- Either Pharaohs or um, Aurelius has to take command at at some point. Heck yes!
5: Yeah. Great. Roll that. Um,
0: perhaps perhaps Pharaohs can can uh, um, activate his sleepers.
1: <gasps> yeah. Oh, I think yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Why don't we?
4: This would be a fun if it's, we could make it a. Um, a communicate role to see if your word can like get through exactly. to all to however many people at the same time. I'm, I'm yes. trying to
0: break through communication to deliver a Manchurian candidate esque trigger phrase that yeah. uh, <laughs> wakes uh, the face dancers up and tells them what they need to do. Execute hey, uh, 66 mm-hmm. Great. So that's uh, that would be um, uh, communicate uh, and power, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Great, here we go do it. do it do it um all right all right that's one success okay that's two
1: successes nice unfortunately in this case You needed three. (gasps) (gasps) No! Is that even with our quality one fleet? Your quality quality one, that that determines how much damage you do, how much you get toward your requirement. Um, I'm afraid that you have not succeeded, uh, and you have not earned momentum. They rolled really well in the contest this time. It's their turn. Uh, They're going to move, and they are going to move... uh, are they going to try to move subtly, or are they just the sky clears move? when the
0: sun rises? <laughs> the sky clears when the sun rises. <laughs> come on, come
5: on!
1: <laughs> All right, yeah, they're going to move uh, into. Uh, they're going to move boldly into planetary orbit one, uh, and in order to move boldly, they have to get two successes. Uh and uh, if uh, I'm sorry, they were gonna move. yeah, I, so if, 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 if I move boldly, I may move an uh, opposing character's asset if this if this works. So here they go. They're moving boldly into planetary orbit one and they're gonna try to move your asset away. I would assume that this means that they're laying down so much fire that your rebel fleet is momentarily caused to retreat if they succeed at this. Um, they rolled a one. Oh, no. So they got uh, two successes, the successes they needed. And they move your rebel fleet one uh, zone. And they're going to move you into a different planetary orbit. You're going to be uh-huh. over here in planetary orbit two. And they're uh-huh. in planetary orbit one. They are closer to Optima. They can get there next time they move. That was their uh, that was their action. You guys have zero momentum. What would you like to do? You, you, you've had to retreat.
3: If we move back onto Optima, that's where they're eventually going to be so we could at least meet them there. I think that right? makes sense.
4: Oh do we get a chance to fend them off if, or if they like get to Optima do they just immediately nuke the planet? No, they don't immediately nuke. They have to attack. Okay. And I then, think that... Wow, that's a last stand. That's like that's, a, that's desperate. Because we have to inflict a significant amount of damage, too, to be yeah. able to take them
0: out. Yeah. And I want to say that maybe that, that, uh, that sleeper awaken moment was because of communications failure. And that maybe could be attempted again. Yeah. And based on maybe GM Fiat, maybe that's not a thing that has to happen when we're right up on each other. Since it's more communication
1: technology contingent and not firepower contingent, mm-hmm. that is correct. That is true. I, I, I accept that idea. Yeah, I would allow. I would allow you to try that.
2: We could also um, move subtly, and if we pass, then we move our asset and reduce the cost to keep initiative to zero, so we could go again. Yes.
5: Right. Right. Excellent. Right.
0: Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's either that or try comms again.
2: And then again, if we move boldly like they did, we could push them back. Push them but back. that doesn't affect initiative. So I, I'd right. say s- s- subtly if we move. I would say, um, yeah, try to keep the let's initiative. Let's try the
0: move. Let's let's, let's move subtly.
2: But th- but yeah. then try the communication once again if right. if we succeed. Yes.
0: Yeah. But Blastify.
2: Right. Who's good yeah. at moving? Not me. Not me.
5: <laughs> I can battle
3: tactics, but uh,
2: I don't have any me. move.
3: I, I have move and I have stealth.
1: Not yeah, there we go. Oh, actually, seems yeah, like moving actually... subtly to me. Yeah, yeah okay, totally. let's do that. Yeah. Uh,
3: All right. So we could do This power is like Ender's game.
4: This is so funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love this.
3: Power and move, do we have any momentum?
1: You have none. None.
3: <sighs> okay. I guess, here we go then. I rolled an eight, which is a uh, success. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I rolled a
1: nineteen. Ooh, not. Have a you success. spent your
3: determination? I have not.
1: Uh normally I would have to ask you to spend it beforehand, but I'm going to allow. No, it. no, no you but you can s- spend it, really? it after a roll to re-roll your dice pool. Oh, there you go. Thank you. I didn't so I know. Okay, re-roll the nineteen. Yes, you may.
3: Okay, here we go.
4: You have to roll. I think you have to roll. Oh wait, no, no, no. I just won. Yeah, any any number of dice in your dice pool. I think you can re-roll if you spend your determination.
3: Okay, well, I re-rolled it, and it was a three.
4: Well,
0: that's oh, a success, will, then. Well, well, well.
3: two, because that's stealth two. was the focus. Stealth right. was the focus,
2: and that
1: was under six, successes. So three successes. You earn an extra momentum point, and uh, you may move twice. Where are you moving to?
3: <gasps> okay. We should move into planetary orbit. Are they in planet... What planetary They're orbit in planetary, are
1: they in? Planetary orbit one, one right now.
3: We should probably move into planetary orbit one... And attack again.
1: Unfortunately, you can only move or attack in the uh, Dune conflict rules. And you have moved subtly. Wait, wait, wait.
2: Hold on. Uh, What if we just move one and then use the move subtly text to keep initiative?
1: Right. So that's what you're doing. You were in planetary orbit two. You moved subtly. You did that successfully with two successes. Into Optima, right? You moved into Optima. And then uh-huh. in order to get to Planetary Orbit 1, you would keep the initiative and move again. You could, there's no one to attack here. You could create a trait if you wanted to here, uh, if you wanted to do something else, keeping the initiative.
2: I, I think with the initiative, we wanted to do Pharos' yes. attempted at communication again. Exactly. Okay, Let's I'll allow
1: that. it. So keeping the initiative, you're going to try Aferos's, uh sleeper cells, see if you can awaken them.
2: Yes. Oh, I, th- I think you forgot your code phrase. <laughs> I
1: worked.
0: I worked so hard on this project, and it's falling to bits. Okay, communicate. Can we say that ch- my focus of charm uh, has it bears at all upon this? No. Is
3: this yeah, that's, something that's that so Aurelius can aid in?
0: Uh, yes. Yes. I will. Aid. It's communicate based. Yeah. I will. I will aid. But that means that I can only get two successes. That's the maximum amount I can get because I, I don't have a focus to roll under. Well, you could crit. I could crit. So let's uh. You put, will. Our, put our faith. You will crit. I will crit. Well, that's a success.
5: Okay.
0: <laughs> and that's a failure. Just one oh, success. It. Wait, you can we roll it? Can re roll it? Here we go.
4: <laughs> and that's a two.
5: <laughs> so, so close. Okay. So,
4: so that's two um, successes. Okay.
1: I'm gonna, Unfortunately, I'm gonna, on, for my assist, I rolled a natural 20. Oh, so that's a complication. Oh, no. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to oh. say happens. The requirement to destroy this Atreides fleet, uh, you, they lose uh, three points out of their six requirement as some of their own ships start to fire on themselves. Yes. <laughs> so they their health meter is half down. But the complication is... The ones that are still loyal flee and they get a a, a free move that's the complication they meet you over Optima it is a final stand (gasps) it's your turn Uh, oh no it's their turn no they don't have (gasps) enough momentum
2: to keep it there's their turn
1: Uh, and um, they uh, how smart are they do they attack you or do they try to nuke the planet you know what
2: Roll to see if they're smart.
1: <laughs> I am going to make a roll to kind of just make me decide what they do.
3: No nukes.
2: You know no what? nukes. I think, no that nukes.
1: This, I think that this, yeah, I think that this is uh, a fleet controlled by the great Gurney Halleck or somebody oh, else. No. Uh, oh, and so no. they're very smart. Dairy? Uh, they are honorable and loyal to a fault to the Atreides. And I think that they nuke that planet.
5: <gasps> Jared, going to roll to how attack. could you? Oh, I
1: know. No. <laughs> and uh, they roll a 7, which is under their target number, and then they roll a 1.
5: <gasps>
2: don't! Don't roll like that! And we're in our oh, bunker! No.
1: The bunker shakes as the entire surface of the planet is decimated. <sighs> Irradiate. Multiple mushroom clouds go up on Optima 2. the worm is by all metrics you know supposedly dead now Uh, and your compound except for the nuclear bunkers that the Atreides don't know about has been destroyed but you hear you're both here floating over Optima 2 and it is your turn what would you like to do what does your fleet do Or, if you'd like, you can abandon your fleet to whatever tactics they would take, and you can decide what you do in your final days here, your final hours.
2: Bunker? I reach down, place my hands on my belly, and look.
1: The baby is coming. I say,
2: I'm sorry we failed you as my water breaks. Oh, no! (laughs) i just grab her hand. I, um, bad timing, but, um,
3: I, I think I should lie down. Oh, God. We'll get you to safety. We'll get you to safety. We'll get you to safety. We've got to get you to safety.
1: Get him to safety. And now I finally get to say the words I've been wanting to say throughout my long career of role-playing games. Becca... Roll to give birth.
5: No, I'm, joking. <laughs> yes. I'm joking. Okay. Uh, um. uh,
1: look, I think that <laughs> I think that we I think that we our story is ending, uh, but I like to give the players the final say. Does your rebel fleet try to uh, knock this Atreides fleet out of the sky, or are you more concerned with what your characters are doing down in the bunker now that your entire project has been destroyed by the Atreides? Yeah, it feels like. I mean, is it possible to escape? Um, they um,
5: could pick
2: us up. I mean, there's a lot of uh, fallout that we should probably wait twenty years to right. um, emerge. There might here's be
4: some. Yeah. Uh, here's something. So there. I mean, there are other planets in this system. I think maybe if this, if our fleet survives, uh, once it is safe to do so, that they could theoretically rescue wh- whoever is still living in the bunkers but I think to coordinate the final the final uh, the, the, the final attack one of us would have to remain in the communications center sacrificing their own lives to ensure the survival of the fleet I do it and I and I thought oh, you want to, oh, okay, go, I'll no, do no, it. no no
3: no, no, no. <laughs> not 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 no, no you you thought of it you do it
4: okay all the uh, uh, Aurelius uh, volunteers
1: Are you sure? Yes, sorry
2: Kram, no We need you, this isn't the end For House Uh, Houdan, Tyloris Kareem Kareem.
0: (laughs) Your Your, uh,
6: Your advisory acumen Has saved our lives countless times I have lived my entire life As a coward, let me do this last thing Let me preserve the house Go, save yourselves I can do this very well. You were
2: never a coward. We are now enacting King Kong and Armageddon, and I <laughs> love
6: it. Uh,
0: Pharos comes comes cl- close to you and, and just with a with a sort of blank face that is neither human nor inhuman, just kind of gives you a on both cheeks. You will be remembered. And
5: he's like, uh, let me roll to give birth.
6: please (laughs) get to the bunker first your
2: grace
0: the messiah shall carry your name into the stars
2: I I uh, Aurelius come your name will live on in this child
6: hell yeah oh you honor me your grace I was just hoping for a (laughs) yes I was just (laughs) hoping for a high school or something but that's Really cool, thank you.
1: Uh, so, so I'm going to finally narrate um, some of what some of what happens, which is Aurelius stays down in the bunker, uh, in the communicating with the fleet. We're going to leave our conflict. Our conflict is over. Uh, well, I think that actually the next action that the fleet takes is they move away from the Atreides fleet. They flee so that they can come back down to the planet and help. Uh, the survivors and, uh, and Aurelius as you sit there communicating with them uh, just the devastation from the nukes continues to kind of domino and uh, a dust is coming down from the ceiling and the uh, glow globes in here start to flicker uh, and then very soon uh, as Aurelius uh, signs off everything goes dark and the bunker collapses in on itself In a StarCraft, an orbital StarCraft fleeing the planet, Mother Pomini is screaming. Mother Pomini, I was joking earlier when I said roll to give birth, but now I kind of want to see what happened, because it looked like you just rolled something.
2: Well, I'd like to spend my determination at long last.
1: Yes, nice.
2: Will you let me uh, get two successes?
1: You get an automatic two successes on giving birth. Right. Oh, actually, no. Uh, it begins to cry, but then it stops. Feros yes. the, <laughs> the doctor uh, in, in, in the craft that is currently leaving the planet, by the way. Uh, so we're also reenacting Superman. Uh,
5: <laughs> lifts the baby to
1: you And although it started to cry It now stops And it regards you with complete calm And composure And looks at you With blue on blue eyes oh, He is as, risen. It, <laughs> as its proud mothers Beam uh, At it The second messiah The anti-messiah Has come and
0: at that moment, I like just swabbed the lips
1: that kissed the cheek
0: of Aurelius de Grom, and spirit that little cloth into a tiny glass container, knowing <laughs> that with the tlilaxú, nothing ever really dies.
5: <gasps>
1: awesome.
5: And that yes.
1: is the end of our saga.
5: Uh, oh, oh, epic! Oh epic. my God! Epic. Yay! Epic, Uncle.
1: Oh my That God, was, was the great. most epic of epicness ever epic, man. That was They'll the
3: They'll in our opera <laughs> house
1: on the planet. They'll do
3: everything.
0: Hail House Kareem. Yeah. of so yeah. world.
3: We yeah. had betrayal. We had yeah. a
1: love story. We
3: had a birth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had a space battle. We, we had, had battle. Heist battle. several heists. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Um thank you guys. Wow, that was everything I wanted it to be, and some things I didn't know it was going to be. Uh, That's why I love these players, is that they surprise me, and that's the best thing that you can have happen to you as a GM, is to be surprised. So, thank you for making this pure Dune, but also making it fun and surprising. Thank you, Skidmauer, Becca Scott, Nora Ibrahim, and Ross Bryant. Look for them online. Follow everything they do. Tell them how much you love them. I've been your game master, Jared Logan, following humbly in the footsteps in the sand left by Troy LaValle. And I'm so happy to be here at the Glass Cannon Network with you all. Uh, Check us out on some of our other streams. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jared.
2: Thanks, Jared.
0: Great stuff, Jared. Great stuff, everybody.